When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, welcome to the Barca Blog Honest podcast. My name is Josh. Hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving for those of you in the U.S. Uh, for the rest of you, hope you had a great week of World Cup action. Uh, going to catch everyone up on yesterday and today's action. Only going to hit a few of the matches. Uh, Switzerland, Cameroon, and Uruguay, South Korea. The Uruguay, South Korea match was actually, I think it was the second match yesterday. Actually had a lot of entertaining points to it. I think South Korea played a lot more aggressive than I expected them to. Um, they had forty three percent of the possession, but I mean overall there was there was a lack of uh, a lack of not skill like cohesiveness for anyone in that game. I think there was one total shot on target, and uh, it was just a zero zero draw that was just not thrilling at all. Uh, final two matches of yesterday were awesome: uh, Portugal and Ghana. Portugal really just almost shooting themselves in the foot. They, um, all five goals were in the second half. I'm pulling up the match just to get the timing right. Uh, Portugal goal goes up on the Cristiano Ronaldo penalty. Eh. Uh, and then Andre Ayu ties it about eight or 10 minutes later for Ghana and it's game on. Uh, then you have some great interchange with Jao Felix. He scores. Uh, then Rafael Leo scores in the 80th minute for Portugal. It's 3-1. 89th minute, uh, Osman Bukhari scores for Ghana, 3-2. And then you have the near disaster at the uh, for the last play of the game from Diego Costa and goal for Portugal. That would have been the blunder, like the biggest blunder. In, I, okay, I'm not going to say the biggest blunder in World Cup history because I don't know the history of uh, blunders, but it would have been the biggest blunder of this tournament. Like it was it was close to being just disastrous. But Portugal come, come away with a pretty massive win. Uh, their next match is against Uruguay on Monday, which is going to be awesome. Very excited for that match. That's one of the the highlights of the group stage for me. Final match of the day yesterday was Brazil against Serbia. Brazil with 23 shots, nine shots on target, 53, 59% of the possession, just complete domination. Uh, you obviously have the, the goal of the world cup from Charleston with his second of the game, the scissor kick. Uh, Neymar gets hurt. I think he's out for the rest of the group stage matches, which is tough for them. But at the, you know, at the end of the day, their group shouldn't be something that they struggle too much with. If they play like they did the other day against Serbia, uh, they play Switzerland next and then Cameroon in the final match day of our, their final match of the group stage. And then today's matches, uh, probably the match of the day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was probably the match of the day. Uh, Iran, okay, I shouldn't say that it was the match of the day because it was kind of boring for a lot of it, but the final 20 minutes were interesting. Uh, so Wayne Hennessy gets a red card in the 86th minute. And Iran, who had had like 38% of the possession, who had gotten beat 6-2 by England uh, in their first match, scores a 98th minute goal 
And then in 101, the 101st minute scores the second goal and comes away with the win, putting this group in a very, very interesting position, especially given the U.S. England result that just finished. So Group B is now in a situation where pretty much any team, I mean, Wales is kind of screwed. They're on a negative two goal differential with one point. But England, Iran, and U.S. are on four, three, and two points respectively with Wales at one. It all comes down to the U.S.-Iran match. Uh, the only scenario where Wales is involved is if, if they win against England, but come on. Uh, although I did think the same thing about the U.S., and I was proven wrong today. But U.S.-Iran, incredible, uh, given their history politically, uh, that this is coming down to this with Iran still having a negative two goal differential. We'll talk about the U.S.'s match against England coming up. Um, other two matches today were uh, Qatar and Senegal. Qatar being the first team eliminated from the World Cup with a uh, pretty disastrous performance against Senegal. I don't really have too much to highlight there. Senegal is a team that, like, I don't know, their matchup against Ecuador in the final match of the group stage is going to be incredible. It just really sucks because every time I watch them, I think, wow, this team is so great to watch. And they were so much not so much greater to watch as if this team isn't isn't watchable without Sadio Mane. But you get what I'm saying. Like They're missing a piece that would make them even better than they already are, and they're already a very good team. Uh, third match of the day was Ecuador getting a very, very impressive draw against the Netherlands. They, gosh, I mean, in the second half, so Netherlands came out and scored in the sixth minute. Cody Gapko, a great player for Ajax, scores in the sixth minute. And... Overall, the Dutch had 55% of the possession, but that was their only shot on target. Ecuador played on the front foot. They were surprising. They were, I'm not going to you know, go through all the adjectives here. They were just very impressive. They had four shots on target, 15 total shots. Uh, Enter Valencia does, does get hurt. I don't know his status uh, for the final match. I don't think they've announced that yet, but he was excellent. And they get a, a very impressive draw against Netherlands. So Netherlands does, of course, have Qatar, who has already been eliminated in their final match. So you would assume they would win and go through on seven points. But then Ecuador and Senegal are on four and three points. And so that's going to be a thrilling match to see who can get through to the next uh, to the next round. And, of course, the, uh, the first place and second place of Group A will uh, face. Oh, I, I think that's how it works. I know the second place in Group B plays first place in Group A. So that's why this, for me, you know, being a United States supporter, uh, this match against England was so wild. Like I, England ended up with more shots on target. They ended up with more possession, but I was so impressed with how the U.S. played. Like I expected this to be like 3-0, 3-1 maybe. And the U.S. played confidence. Like the, the first 10, 15 minutes for England I kind of thought, oh boy, this is going to be a possession-heavy game for England. It's going to be, you know, 65% possession. They're going to get a flurry of shots on target, blah, blah, blah. And that's just not what happened. The U.S. flipped it around. They were confident. They just didn't have the final ball in the box to really challenge Jordan Pickford. Uh, and so you end up with the 0-0 draw. I think like the freaking fifth of this World Cup so far, which is just, you know, I don't have too many great thoughts on that. But either way, it was a fun match. Tomorrow, there are two incredible matches tomorrow uh, that, I mean, yeah. Let's just, let's just, okay, so 5 a.m., this is Eastern time. I'm not going to talk about the times because I'll be accused of being uh, biased, but 
Tunisia, Australia. Tunisia honestly should probably win this. Based off of how Tunisia played uh, in their first matchup against Denmark, I like them against Australia. Um, second match of the day is Saudi Arabia and Poland. Poland, of course, could have had the win over Mexico. Uh, the Bob Lewandowski penalty kick gets saved. And so now they're in a situation where they have to beat Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia, of course, like I don't even know how to think about them anymore given what they did to uh, Argentina. Like they, they lead that group. So if they can squeeze out a draw against Poland, they put themselves in an excellent position of qualifying in second place. Like So Poland need a win to really put any sort of pressure on Saudi Arabia. Final two matches of the day. Uh, France against Denmark. France looked incredible in their opening match against Australia. Denmark looked a little less so impressive, obviously getting the draw, but I still am excited to see this like still very good French midfield, although depleted play against the uh, the Danish midfield. Should be a fascinating matchup. And then the final match of the day, Mexico against Argentina. Uh, Argentina, like this is the kitchen sink game. You can't, you can't draw this. You need a win. And, uh, that's it. That's, that, that's all, that's all like they're, they're, they're all the quotes coming out of Mexico or of uh, Argentina's training camp are, we're calm, we're prepared for this. Uh, but anything's possible. Like they lost to Saudi Arabia. Like that's <laughs> any, literally anything is possible at this world cup, it seems. So a fleet of matches that are excellent, uh, a great last couple of days of football. Honestly, I don't know if I'm going to record a pod this weekend. Um, so if I don't, let's just run through the slate of games on Sunday real quick. So Sunday, Japan, Costa Rica, Belgium, Morocco, Croatia against Canada. That's a very interesting matchup. And then Spain, Germany, which uh, we're really going to get to see if this German team is good or not because they did not look good against Japan. And now they're playing probably the hottest team in the tournament after Spain's 7-0 thumping of Costa Rica. So a great weekend of World Cup matches, and I will talk to you next time. Thanks.